Hello and welcome to The Social Effect, the podcast where we dive deep into trending topics in the professional world of social media. I'm your host, Elizabeth Cates. On today's episode, we will be discussing sharing our bodies online and what it means to be raw versus being motivational with our audiences. Our guest today is Sarah Loomis, who is a food and body freedom coach from Madison, Wisconsin. Hello, Sarah. Yeah, nice to finally like hear from you. It's been forever. I know. I know. It's been so long since like high school. I know. So, but that's funny because we've been following each other on social media for a long time. So we've been watching each other's stories. I suppose from afar. Yeah, no, I know. I've been watching all your stuff. I've been loving your content. So thanks for coming on. I wanted to talk to you about your journey with health and fitness and where you are now versus where you were before and kind of how you got to that point. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. And yeah, so really what happened was in about, I'd say 2013, 2014, Um, is when I started to become super aware of the fact that my body was, at the time, I was living in a a bit of a larger body. So what I decided to do to counteract that was to go and run marathons. And this lasted for a, a super really short period of my life until I found what a lot of people have known me in the past for, which was bodybuilding. So the marathon running, it just wasn't my jam. So I thought, okay, well, what about bodybuilding? So, and I didn't even know what bodybuilding looked like at the time. So in 2015, I remember telling my partner, you know what? I want to wear one of those bikinis and go up on stage and do that thing. Like, I don't even know what that means, but my friend did it. So I want to do it. So during that time, I, I met a coach, I met a personal trainer. I started doing all of these things that you do in the bodybuilding community to go on stage. And I got like hooked. I was hooked by the time March of 2016 came around. I was like, oh my God, I was convinced that I had to lose all this weight and gain all this muscle to, to essentially do this show, which in my mind would make me like feel so good. And everyone would love me because I felt so good about myself. Meanwhile, in the process of this, I'm becoming a personal trainer. So I'm like just so engulfed within the fitness industry. So what really um, ended up happening on, on that journey in 2016 was just a lot of, of battle and a lot of struggle. So how did you find, how did you find it was like, online did you did you feel any pressure because if there was maybe other fitness models or other people out there showing their bodies did that make you feel oh I have to do xyz to get like them so then I can win a competition how did that make you feel I suppose in your relationship to sharing online because I know I watched your story so I watched your journey when you were doing the fitness so tell me a little bit about that how you felt yeah yeah, well, that was the that was the whole thing that made me do it was I saw my friend on there on social media. That's where it was. I didn't even see her in person. Saw a, just one picture of her on social media. And I was, and I was like, like, oh, my God, God. 
that is it, you know, like I want to do that. And then when I was doing it, oh, of course, all of the pressure, I became, you know, friends with everyone in the bodybuilding community. And I was constantly comparing. And as we know, comparison is the thief of joy. But at that time, I was like, I need to be like that girl, and that girl. And oh, my God, look at those biceps. I don't have those. And it was just this constant comparison cycle that never ended. So yeah, social media was a huge detrimental effect. I would say on my growth um just as a person yeah and then I always think about that I think about you know there's two ends of the spectrum one being like you have mukbang videos which I love and then you have the other ones where you have the online diet culture and you're not sure where I fit in what should I be doing what I shouldn't be doing and I think it's kind of like finding a balance isn't it so tell me about how you ended up finding your balance and doing what you're doing now yeah, yeah, there and there is there is such a balance. And guess what, that looks different for every single person. So I'm speaking on my behalf of what what the balance for me looks like. And um, it wasn't until my like third show I was going to compete in where I, I was, my body was dying. Like I was, I was in the emergency room and my body was dying. Um, so I decided that that is not the life that I was meant to live. Um, and I took a step back from that, that really just like, Uh, space and and decided that I was going to just find so much healing in the process, but still be able to move my body in a way that supported me. So for me today, what that looks like is, you know, 30 minutes of hula hooping, some walking, and maybe some weights thrown in, maybe a core circuit. Like it's super just simple, sustainable wellness versus pounding in the gym for two to three hours a day, which, you know, had its place and time, but now it, it just no longer serves me um, where I'm at right now. So tell me about where you're at right now in terms of what you're doing professionally. So you're aspiring to be the food and body coach, is that it? Or tell, tell me a bit about where you are now. Yeah. Yeah. So it completely has, you know, I always say, oh man, I wish I wouldn't have done bodybuilding, but I'm so happy I did because it has brought me to this space of um, food and body freedom coach. So right now I am currently in a program that I am completely loving um, and I am starting to take on clients and it's just so beautiful because they're, they're women that are, were struggling with the same exact things that I was struggling with. So yeah, just um, supporting women specifically in their food and body, uh, just, just fight and struggles with, with themselves and, and not being able to have things and just restricting. So it's just been such a beautiful um, transformation that I've been able to have not only with myself, but with other women. Yeah, I feel it's extremely important, especially now, because the space I'm in, I always see sort of like the two ends of the spectrum. And I kind of think to myself, where do I fit in? What's going to make me feel the best? And then also, so I have a routine, what's my what's my diet? What's my everyday routine of wellness going to be? So I can feel my best without these outside influences influencing me, making me feel guilty or making me feel like I'm not doing too much. Now, this is why it's important to talk about being motivational versus being raw and authentic. I think, like, there's a fine balance in between the two. What do you think, in your opinion, what's what's the secret recipe into doing both? You know, showing your true self online, but also making sure that you're not being kind of overindulgent in either end of the spectrum, you know, 25 fast food mukbangs versus like diet, 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 workout, workout, workout. 
How do you yeah. feel, how do you feel the how do you feel like you're supposed to achieve the median of it? I mean, everyone's different, but how do you achieve the median? What what has been your sort of come to hallelujah moment? Yeah, no, I love this question so much um, because I truly believe for myself, motivation only happens when core beliefs are changed. So when I was able to shift my core beliefs um, about food, about fitness, all the rules I had around it, it wasn't until then that I was like, I don't have to like have the willpower. Like that's complete BS. Like I didn't have to have the willpower. And it was just taking a step back. And really every day I asked myself, okay, Sarah, what do you want to do today? What does today look like for you? And, And just really asking my body what it wants to do and my body takes control. I don't beat it up if it doesn't want to be beat up. (laughs) It never wants to be beat up, but um, just like I take the control, like my body is in control. And then I listen to what my body is, is saying to me. So, you know, some days I want to be gentler with it. Some days maybe I want to go do all the things. So it really um, just being in touch, so in touch and in tune with my body has been such a game changer because I can tell you when I was was doing doing those shows and running like crazy like I was completely like on autopilot every day I would wake up and I would just I have to I have to I have to and and you don't have to do anything you get to do whatever you feel is best for you and your body I love that I love that so now when you're ta- when you're talking about coaching tell me kind of some examples of the um resources or like you've mentioned before to me, you've mentioned there's obviously some pillars of connections that you use. Tell me a bit more about how you coach people. Yeah, yeah. So um, really, I love, love using the three pillars. And those are the mental pillar, the emotional pillar, and then that intuitive, um, higher, you can call it higher self, God, whatever feels best for you. Um, But what I like to do is uh, a lot of times clients will come in, especially I'm, you know, my niche is food and body. So they'll come in around just, oh my gosh, food rules and chaos, just completely like I call, I like to call it buzzing energy. Like they're completely in their head. So that's that mental pillar. And I kind of just, you know, I have them dump it, just dump all the, the, the rules and everything that isn't serving you. And then we drop into the emotional pillar. So what that usually looks like is a little bit of breath work. Breath work has been amazing um, to just really tune into your body. What is your body saying? Like, are these stories even true? And and it kind of feels like that, like floaty yoga feel. Um, Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's like the best feeling ever, right? <laughs> that and you're, you, they honor my clients honor um, their bodies, and but they're not identifying. I don't want them to identify with what's coming up. So if I feel like X Y Z, well then, if you feel like that, is that even true? Because that could be someone else's identity that they kind of subconsciously put on you. I love that. So that's then, totally true. With social media and everything that's that hits the nail on the head, doesn't it? Totally, totally. And that's the thing. A lot of people, that's, that is such a good point you bring up because a lot of this, you know, where this comes from, I asked, where, where did you believe that to be true? Well, I saw it on social media. Okay, great. Well, is that your story? Or is that that person's story that you are now believing and taking as your own, right? So huge social media um, influences with these women that I'm coaching. Um, and then the last pillar is that intuitive, like higher self pillar. And that's just like, 
you are at complete Zen peace. You're vibrating at such a high level. It's a visceral. Yes. Like when you're in this space and when clients are in this space, they're, they're able to discern. So if, if there's like even a simple question, like, do I want blueberries or, or fries? Like you're able to just go boom, yes or no. Like you just know, you don't have to go and search, like search for validation, ask anyone else. You are in your most knowing authentic truth. So that's kind of just a beautiful process. I love taking uh, clients through. I love that. How, how would you, um, I suppose, tell me a little bit more about how you used to share on social media versus how you share now. Like, is there a checklist in your mind that says, you know, this is how I'm going to be authentic and this is how I'm going to strive to put myself out there now that I'm a personal brand? Yeah, that's, that's so good. I feel like before I was just like, I'm going to share every single like every day I was like posting my bicep or posting like a, a perfect angle or, you know, something and getting all of this validation from the bodybuilding community. And um, I, I just kept doing it because people were again, that that is a key word in social media is validation. When people tell you, you look amazing. Oh my gosh, you look so good. You're just going to keep doing what you're doing because you're you're getting validated in a unhealthy way that you're doing those things. So I just kept posting and, and having the, the time of my life, which ended up, you know, obviously not being the time of my life. But now when I, when I think of uh, social media now, it is just so different in how I show up. I show up to um, number one for myself to honor the fact that how, how far I've come and how much growth I've had with, with just this whole journey, showing up and showing real authentic pictures of myself, like not tweaking them with any apps or anything like that. Just like, here's me, here's a picture of me standing versus sitting. Yeah. I look the same, but yet so different. And I'm the same woman. Um, so yeah, just really showing up in, in that raw, raw, authentic space. And you know what I've learned from that? I've learned that that's really what women need. And that is what young, really young girls need to see right now, because there is so much on social media that's driving them in this like spiral direction. And I have a lot of people who will reach out to me and be like, Oh my God, I needed to hear that. I needed to see that. So I'm just happy to, to be that person that, you know, can, can show up for myself and for other people. I love that. It's good to, it's good because now I feel like I see you as this, but one before you were like this motivational fitness and you looked really fit and you looked really happy, but I didn't know the core of it. And then all of a sudden when you started to breach and say, I want to coach, I want to help people become, you know, their true self and be comfortable in themselves, be healthy at the same time, but understand that it's, it's a balance in life. And now when I see that, I've, I've, that's why I wanted to have you on my podcast because I thought to myself, she's such a positive person and the mantras that she comes out with. And when I'm watching your Facebook stories or I'm watching your Instagram, um, I just feel happy and I feel like, oh, you know, why should I not? Because we need more of, you know, the bigger arms. We need more of the little tummies out. We need more of people showing them who they are if they especially are social media influencers have a social presence online there is there's comes to point when fitness is motivational and you should work out and you should have this routine which I completely agree with but I also think because it shared so much on social media that we're now trying to reverse the effects of it by having content creators share you know raw pictures of them and you know moms with their c-section scars I'm starting to 
unfollow a lot of accounts that are just a bit too much for me and then start to follow accounts that are a bit more aspirational. So do you yeah. find do you find that that's starting to change? And then if so, do you have any favorite people that you currently follow? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I see the shift. And uh, like you said, a lot of reasons maybe why I'm seeing the big shift is because again, you get to choose who you follow and who you don't. So what shows up in my feed is like all body positive, like really good accounts, you know, those types of things. So I think that was number one, by the way, in in my whole like healing journey was like that aha moment where I get to choose. I can unfollow anyone or block or delete or meet. Um, So that was big. And number two, yeah. So a lot of the women in my program are Absolutely. Just such body positive um, women. And one of the accounts that changed the trajectory of my whole eating disorder um, and recovery was the bird's papaya. And her name is also Sarah, just with an H. (laughs) But she she's incredible. She's an incredible woman to follow. Um, and then there, there are, um, a couple more, one girl in my program, her name is let's get em, with an underscore on, um, on the Instagram. So that is a great account to follow. Lorna Perrazzo is a great one to follow. There's just so many great accounts. Like, I feel like uh, you had that mind shift changed when you started to follow those accounts and then be influenced influenced by that positively after your journey of, you know, your fit, your fitness competitions. Now, with your now with your coaching, I really want to know a bit more about what you're what you're now doing and aspiring to do. So, if you're looking for new clients, tell me about it. Tell me about what you're most excited about next cuz I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah, yeah. So, I know I'm so so excited. This is like I live for this. Um, so yeah, what's happening right now is I am starting my first round of, of coaching, uh, women and just keeping it really small right now. But, um, really the reason is because everyone deserves so much authentic attention. And I think in order to give that to them, just, um, keeping it small right now is really nice. So I'm going to be doing one-on-one coaching as well as group coaching, um, and just creating this super authentic, raw, real community of women that, that feel safe. And that's the huge thing. A lot of people that just, we don't even feel safe in our bodies. So how are we going to feel safe to even share? So just to create that safe space uh, for women to do that and specifically in the food and the body realm. um, And if, if there's, if the client is someone who maybe numbs out food uh, with food, with alcohol, with, you know, Netflix or scrolls over social media so much. Um, that is the client that I'm speaking to. That is the woman that I'm helping. Thank you, Sarah, for talking to me today. I really appreciate you coming on and telling me your story. For anyone who is listening today, just head to the bio for information on coaching with Sarah, as well as my stories at Mama Kate, and we'll be having a whole discussion there, and I'll also be surveying you about what you thought about this episode. Stay tuned, and I'll see you next time.